Welcome to the Gratitude in Difficult Times podcast, part of a series of podcasts under the Gratitude in the Workplace channel. My name is Dr. Deborah Stewart, and I'm an organizational psychologist who researches the essential components of positive workplace cultures. These podcasts also support the Workplace Gratitude Courses for Leaders offered through my online courses and CEU offerings. You may contact me at Picture Yourself Stronger for more information about courses to improve workplace culture. It's essential to view these podcasts as a starting point or suggestion for building an individual or workplace practice of optimism and gratitude. And the podcast should never be used as a substitute for professional counseling or direct medical advice from a doctor or other qualified clinician. The approaches in this podcast are not designed for children or the marginalized. Listeners have requested that I address gratitude for children and the marginalized in future podcasts. The Gratitude in the Workplace channel, podcasts, and courses are suggested practices to implement optimism and gratitude in the workplace. However, an assessment should be conducted by the leadership of each workplace culture to discover unmet needs among the employee population before trying to implement a practice of gratitude in the workplace. Gratitude in the Workplace is a low-cost, no-cost program to increase social connectedness and reciprocity in the workplace. For many reasons, expressing and practicing gratitude for personal well-being may be difficult to maintain. Sometimes, gratitude can be difficult in certain challenging situations, conditions, and emotional states, or when experiencing unmet needs. Practicing gratitude may also be difficult during illness, hardship, or loss. Sometimes, people are reluctant to show gratitude for fear of indebtedness and a sense of obligation beyond their emotional bandwidth or available resources. In toxic work environments or relationships, gratitudes may be weaponized and individual emotions minimized or based on shame and perceived as not being authentic. These situations may maintain harmful harmful exchange, be negatively comparative and misused. Also, in certain cultures and businesses, gratitude is seen as a weakness and counterintuitive during negotiations. In this podcast, we will look at the factors that make expressing gratitude difficult and the importance of viewing and assessing the native aspects of certain situations as part of a growth mindset while being careful not to deny emotions or emotional processing of potentially damaging interactions and situations. A practice of gratitude is a popular approach to positive psychology and may become ritualistic if one is not careful. For example, within the rhythm of gratitude, one seeks to find the good in each day and the source of that good. However, it's essential to recognize the typical negative aspects of each day for personal growth and development. In other words, a practice of gratitude does not mean we ignore our feelings and emotions, especially if they are not based on positive thoughts, gratitude, or servant leadership. Negative situations and thoughts are part of human existence, 
Therefore, it's essential to acknowledge and evaluate the significance of each encounter and its importance in your life. Being situationally aware will help you to continue a practice of gratitude while protecting your best interest, values, and self-worth. It is important to feel your feelings, and when experiencing loss, try not to hinder your emotions, but grieve accordingly to your needs and timeline. In Gregory's research, it was found that unprocessed or delayed emotional processing can cause trauma, complicated grief, and various mental health disorders. In addition, gratitude is not about comparing ourselves to others, but instead it is recognizing personal resources, gifts, and talents, and appreciating the benefits. Through much research, it has been found that the practice of gratitude has many mental and health benefits. For example, according to Newman's research, trait gratitude consistently predicted lower heart rate and blood pressure, better sleep quality, ability to exercise more often, less stress, more positive expectations and reflections, and better feelings of appreciation toward others. The benefits of consistent gratitude practice are too numerous to count. However, Dr. Rose cautions that forcing gratitude could lead to some unexpected problems. He stated that gratitude traps may have a detrimental impact on your well-being, especially if artificially induced positivity causes you to deny yourself from experiencing a full range of emotions. Being exploited by others, both personally and professionally, is possible if you are not situationally aware of motives and agendas. When practicing gratitude or receiving gifts of gratitude, stay in touch with your values and question any unauthentic exchanges or where unethical behavior is expected from receiving the reward and recognition. Examples might be lying or engaging in criminal activity for the organization, friend, or loved one. Understanding the indebtedness nature of gratitude, which some may call the dark side of gratitude, does not mean that we forego a sincere practice of gratitude for our own health and well-being. However, it does mean that we practice gratitude in a safe environment where unmet needs are met and within a healthy mental mindset so that expectations are less stressful and with better health outcomes. Our environment may be chaotic and stressful. However, with a situationally aware practice of gratitude, we can still enjoy moments of gratitude. Ben said that you can have both, a strong sense of gratitude along with feelings of sadness, confusion, or anxiety. The role of positive psychology and gratitude is an advancing practice to encourage pro-social behaviors in clinical settings. The fact that gratitude can be measured means that individuals can improve their gratitude practice to increase the development of the state and trait of the expression of gratitude. Research has found that positive gratitude can also increase happiness and optimism. According to the Broad and Build Theory, Positive sentiments may change and reinforce thinking and behavior patterns, expand upon personal resources, and promote physical and 
psychological well-being. Having a practice of gratitude during difficult times is essential. According to Emmons, it's, a, it's precisely under difficult times or crisis conditions when we have the most to gain by a grateful perspective on life. Berkeley further stated that in the face of demoralization, gratitude has the power to energize. In the face of brokenness, gratitude has the power to heal. And in the face of despair, gratitude has the power to bring hope. The Mayo Clinic states that gratitude is your thankfulness for life's little and larger blessings. And when you practice gratitude, you become happier and more resilient. Some of the previous podcasts in the Gratitude in the Workplace channel have investigated various research that has measured and defined the success of a practice of gratitude in multiple situations and settings. Being able to see the good in the chaos or what went well in the managerial dilemma or the daily workplace issues is called a growth mindset. And growth mindset is interested in the attitudes of failure. Those that are found when individuals seek opportunity through setbacks to learn and grow and greater resilience and appreciation for the journey are definitely experienced. The research surrounding mindset reveals a link between mindset and achievement and that encouragement and appreciation will help to build that mindset culture. Throughout the literature review, research reveals that gratitude is in, in the educational environment or workplace setting increases processual behavior reciprocity and social connectedness. A healthy personal practice of gratitude and appreciation for one's gifts and achievement are also helpful for increasing personal self-worth and self-esteem. How an organization expresses gratitude will depend on the organizational structure, mission, and values. The gratitude channels and available resources for sustained gratitude healing and relationship formation will also depend upon these factors. The Mayo Clinic comments that practicing gratitude has many benefits, such as you learn to acknowledge and appreciate life's small and ordinary things, and you may eventually be transformed and find gratitude even in adversity or hard times. Thanks for listening to the pod, the podcast, Gratitude in Difficult Times, which is part of the Gratitude in the Workplace channel. As always, feel free to contact me about your gratitude thoughts and ideas for future podcasts. This is Dr. Stewart at Picture Yourself Stronger at Yahoo.com. That's three words together, Picture Yourself Stronger at Yahoo.com. Thank you.